and hello. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Um, it's time to let's be a bit more professional about this. This is a very serious venture. This is a very serious podcast. Welcome, and I'm very serious about it. I'm a serious person. And uh, so help me if you don't take me seriously. So help me, so help you. So help me, God, if you don't take me as seriously as possible. Um, what, uh, what was I going to say just a second ago? I feel as though there's... Uh, no, don't really remember it. Um, just make sure that you be on notice in case you're a beta male. Um, because Gavin McInnes is going to find you and he's, he's going to take you out. I don't know what, I don't know what he's going to do, but that guy kind of has it out for beta males and he's going to, he's not going to take that lightly that that's what you are. Gavin McInnes will find you. He's going to sick his proud boys on you. They're going to come and get you because they're proud. You're not. You're beta male. Beta male. You're not proud of being a male and not like a proud boy. You're no proud boy. Every proud boy is an alpha male and they will disintegrate you for you. I mean, for you having a lackluster attitude towards maledom, you will be disintegrated by the proud boys. Gavin McInnes will talk you out of existence rest assured he'll take he'll find you he'll get rid of any one of those that exists um so just watch out for that so i so i better watch out then um because gavin mckinnis is looking for me right now seeing as that i'm at least majority beta male at least majority what are you gonna say what are you gonna say the, the alpha beta male thing um I think we get carried away sometimes. I think you are I think you're both of them because you will you will inevitably be an alpha male around some group of people in the world and you will inevitably be a beta male around some group of people. There's like there's thousands of people of people above and below you in terms of who you would be dominant or submissive towards in a given group. So you're not really, uh, overall, you're not really either one of them. I understand that it's just generally in your groups of people, do you end up as the leader or the most dominant makes you the alpha? Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a way of marginalizing people. If you ask me like, good luck, if you are an alpha male, like, why are you being that? And why are you being an alpha male? Or like, it's just a way of drawing attention to, a natural occurrence in life and then marginalizing people for carrying out natural occurrences. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I was an alpha male, but everybody would, everybody would want to be an alpha male, but every, every male probably thinks that they are really like, no, you, you think that you are every male. I mean, a lot of males just think that they're, they're the most intelligent person in the room, no matter what. That's what males do. So watch out for the Gavin McKinnon-ninnesses, the Gavin McKinnon-nesses in the world, sicking his proud boys to and fro. What what do you even do if you're a proud boy? You gotta you have to do everything in the name of Gavin McKinnis. You have to profess in his name and speak his dictates and his attitudes towards people. You go out into the world and preach Gavin McKinnis theology to other people so that they know. 
that what Gavin McInnes says is true and real in the world. I guess just the way I look at it is that particular group is that it's just kind of a religion, really. It's just a religion. Um, so that's good. That's good for us. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I talk shit about people unnecessarily sometimes. It's not like... It's not like you have to have a bad attitude toward everybody. It's just some people naturally have bad attitudes. Um, that's just that's just the way it is. I mean, fuck Dana Carvey. I may have said that before, but it's like it's not like Dana. Obviously, Dana Carvey is very talented. I just say I just say that because there needs to be more fuck Dana Carvey in the world. There is an excess of holy shit, what talent has been bestowed upon us through the great Dana Carvey. There's too much of that. I don't like so much that Dana Carvey probably doesn't even like having to answer to it. You know, I'm trying to help that guy out by saying, fuck him because there needs to be more of that. Um, because we're imbalanced because we're imbalanced as a society. Um, so I'd like to bring, I'd like to draw to your attention a certain cluster of ideas that is either, that's kind of centered around relevance, but maybe more centered around celebration, because I'm interested in the relationship between the word celebration and the word celebrity, um, because the etymology for celebrity is kind of interesting. Oh, and then listening to white noise on my phone, and then when I get rid of it, then I just have to listen to s silence in my apartment instead of the white noise. And that's difficult for me, but I'm going to look up the etymology of the word celebrity, and that's what I'm going to do now. So I'm looking up the word celebrity and its etymology. Okay, so celebrity comes from the Latin celeber or celebere c-e-l-e-b-e-r which means frequented or honored frequented or honored so um frequented is a is a difficult word to try to work into the idea that like what is at the root of the idea celebrity frequented is difficult to understand but i'm going to try to explain why that is i'm going to explain why that is the root of the of the word of this uh, celebre, which gives rise to both celebrity and celebration. Um, now, celebrity, when you get that word as combined from the celebre and um, a French word, celebrate, uh, which is basically the same thing, you get the word celebrity, which means a solemn ceremony. The noun celebrity means solemn ceremony as literally translated from Latin. So so you would you would consider that and consider what we think a celebrity to be and you'd say that those don't really those don't exactly match up, but it has to do with it has to do with the uh, idea of celebration really. It has to do with celebration, but that a celebration is like a solemn ceremony. Now, you would also have difficulty saying that a celebration is solemn, but what they mean, what they mean by solemnity is, um, is just that it's an honored occasion when you, 
have a celebration for somebody for somebody's birthday you have a celebration for that it's uh they mean that it's a solemn occasion just by virtue of that it is remembered that it is a remembrance um or that it's a frequented occasion uh, occasion a frequented occasion c-a-g-c-a-j-u-n um because it's a frequent uh, frequent because it is that um, I feel like I just need to, I just need to leave in my fuck ups because what are you, what are you cool all the time? I can't be cool all the time. So I'm going to look up the word solemn in the dictionary. Uh, the definition on Google solemn is formal and dignified. So it's, solemn is formal and dignified. So, um, in the respect, so celebrity, if you remember, is translated to a, solemn ceremony so it's like a, a celebrity as a noun is a formal or dignified ceremony um and it just speaks to that a celebration is a recognition of an ordinance or remembrance but um in observance an observance uh the observance is maybe the most important word be for the connection between celebrity and celebration uh, is that it's an observance because you observe you observe frequencies like that you observe a birthday that is a frequency a once a year frequency that you observe but it's for any holiday or any celebration anything that is a remembrance or an observance is a frequency like that so that's why it said that um, celebre means the Latin root of that word means uh, frequented but an observance, something that you observe more often than something else you observe is something you observe more frequently. Uh, and the things that you see the most are the things that you see the most frequently. But um, it's kind of like those things that are most frequently observed are the things that are the most important. But observances are meant to be more frequented than non-observances right like september 18th i'm sure that they've given it some holiday but that's not a remembered day in in america but uh but november 11th is a remembered day for being veterans day it's a dig it's a dignified day it's a remembrance it's more frequented and we celebrate it but celebrate don't think of it so much as a positive term you can we have come to see it as like you're always uh when you're celebrating it's a celebration it's a positive thing and it and it is but more literally translated it's just you think of it as your remembrance of an observe your recognition of of an observance is your celebration for it like that's the verb you use is we are celebrating it as recognizing it you know it's just a word for recognition um is why you get a it's a solemn ceremony because you're taking something seriously uh more so than that it's like a that the really definitive or significant part of it is that it's a positive joyful towards somebody like its significance is in that it is in a you're recognizing a day that's supposed to be recognized um so it's a solemn solemn says it's formal and dignified so a celebrity is a formal and dignified ceremony 
Um, so let me go to dignified and that will help us out in, as far as recognizing celebrity as differentiated from celebration. Um, so dignify the word means to make something seem worthy and impressive. So, so that that's interesting that it says to make something seem worthy and impressive to dignify something it's kind of like signifying something or making something important by virtue of a signal or a branding like a signature that that uh, makes something special that's meant to recognize something as special um like you dignify something, you make something seem worthy and impressive, but dignifying is like is sanctifying a little bit uh, or designating. It's like a cross between sanctifying and designating a little uh, because you set something apart by by recognizing it more often and more frequently um, or just by saying that it's important enough to be recognized. Um so that you dignify something, um, it's a solemn ceremony, dignifying, so dignified. Let me look back at solemn. Solemn is formal and dignified. So dignified as an adjective means having or showing a composed or serious manner, having or showing a composed or serious manner that is worthy of respect. So basically we treat celebrities with dignity we dignify them by separating them from regular people and saying that they're more than regular people they we dignify them meaning that we make them worthy and impressive or make them seem worthy and impressive uh like they're like they are worthy but that's what you do for an observance you you make it worthy by remembering it more frequently so that's why it that's why um celebr is frequented it's because the dignity from the solemnity of the occasion that you're recognizing is uh is the dignity of it is more is more dignified because you are frequently remembering it you know that's what automatically makes it more dignified that you're recognizing something to be more special but celebrities, you recognize them to be more special by dignifying them to be more important than ordinary people. Because a celebrity is a different take than is a different take on a person, which is that they're a more special person, but a person who's worthy of something else. But that's why you recognize them the most. Now, so then it's a little bit difficult to think of how how are you recognizing a like are you recognizing a person more frequent a celebrity more frequently and i would say that i would say that you are because of the word you can see that through the word observance because you in making somebody a celebrity you observe them more frequently than you do regular people but you set them apart by observing them more frequently meaning you look to them more frequently they're meant to be more relevant and more popular but uh they're meant to be more relevant and more popular, but that they're more relevant is that they are observed more. They're observed the most. Like the people who are the most relevant in the given moment are the people frequenting themselves the most. And the reason for that is because of the word relevant, and I'm going to look that up, uh, relevance. So, 
so it's like a relevance or a popularity that speaks to the frequent frequency aspect of a celebrity but so like a celebrity is like a celebration it's uh, it's very similar thing it's just that a celebrity is a person that you are seeing to be like a celebration it's like a person embodying um it's like a person embodying a celebration because it's a person that you observe rather than an occasion or like a date it's like a person that you that is dignified you dignify enough to recognize the same way you would an observance um it's a person that embodies that because they are popular relevant and also they represent they represent people as long as we live in an age where we recognize celebrities you look to you do look to celebrities for uh answers on things like and we used to revere Hollywood celebrities more than we do at this present moment um, because we uh, because we saw them as influential but like but we gave them credit for rising to the level of Hollywood fame which we don't really give them credit for that anymore because uh, to be a celebrity now you don't have to you don't have to overcome as much. So celebrity itself, we don't respect as much because there aren't as many barriers to entry to overcome. Like we used to give celebrities in Hollywood more of the benefit of the doubt to influence us or like we look to them for influence because uh, there are fewer celebrities, but we believed like those are the people that follow their dreams enough to move all the way out there and like make it big. Like that's a person worthy of listening to. Uh, but we don't see it that way anymore because uh, corruptness we see in Hollywood, like shortcuts that people would have taken to become famous and also just uh, like, like people have just grown tired of it. But um, but part of why people have grown tired of Hollywood celebrities specifically is because those celebrities started uh, overreaching from their, their territory. Like they started to speak too much on things that were not in their authority. Like we used to recognize celebrities more to be allowed to tell us things about politics like where the world is headed and give us some sense of morality as as nauseating as that sounds we would look to celebrities for that but people did they used to at least more so than they do now and um really the like eventually we grew so tired of it because the celebrities were just speaking out of turn too much and we're like well you are just regular people so uh, the consumers of celebrity like uh, Hollywood entertainment, we eventually just decided like because it is us who observe the celebrities, it's us that give them that status. And like the celebrities kind of took it for granted as if they totally deserved everything that was given to them by their consumer audience because it's regular people that make a celebrity a celebrity by observing them frequently to be something more special than an ordinary person. Um and but that's what that's what we do the world was set up for us to look at celebrities to do that for us to be people that are more important than regular people but it's not set up that way so much anymore but uh, to the extent that it is set up that way we just recognize lesser celebrities but the average person in 2020 just understands themselves to be more worthy of fame or closer to a celebrity because the the curtain's been 
torn apart, you know, between us and a celebrity that we don't really, we don't see the platform that they're on to be as high anymore. We're just closer to, we're just closer to them. Um, but that's just the nature of a, like us, uh, not respecting celebrities so much anymore is us coming to terms with some of our ritualistic relationships in life because it's somewhat it's real it's ritualistic to recognize celebrities as important or like return to them time and time again to observe them observe what they're doing time and time again to uh um to see them as important but it is you returning to them that makes them important like that you frequently look to somebody is what makes them relevant if they're constantly observed that is relevance if you're constantly seen that other people are able to identify or define you in some way more frequently than other people is what makes you more special it makes you more relevant um because relevance as a definition is the quality or state of being closely connected or appropriate okay whatever so just keep uh, you can think about that but that's not really the point that i'm making um let me look up the relevance etymology that will explain the point that i'm making better okay so relevere that relevant comes from means to lessen or lighten but that you get relevant relevant specifically means raising up because it speaks to a re speaks to a real raising i'm trying to figure out where i read that it's a relifting so on the wiktionary page for relevant from latin relevant present active participle relevo um it says that relevant literally translates to lift up again lighten relieve because the relever that it comes from means to means to lighten or lessen the burden of because it's the same thing as it's the same thing as relieving, um, but re as a prefix means again, and levo as a suffix for relevant means lift. So it literally translates to um, again lifting, which is why the uh, there's a definition on Google that just says raising up, but it's it means a relifting. But a relifting for relevance means like a recycling, because if you lift something and then you relift it. It is. It's assumed that there was a drop off between your original lift. Like if you lift something back up again, that means that it went down. If it's an again lifting, but that's as long as that's the case, it's the same picture as like a cycling or a recycling. That something goes back up to where it was before, and then it goes back down. So as many times as something is relevant, it's as many times as it cycles back up to where it was. But you. But you lift something, it means that you lift something back up again, that you're that you're relevant. But to make yourself relevant in the world means that you uh, go back out into the world or show yourself again, you know, that you're identified again, that people see you again, they keep seeing you is what makes you relevant, like that they recognize you. Um, and like they're able to come up with terms that are the terms used of the present moment, like in language used in the present moment, they're able to use language to describe you or identify you that makes you observable and relevant in the given, in the given moment, but that you keep doing that over given moments, like new hours or new years that you continue to be 
relevant into the future is that you have the ability to continue to be observed and defined, so to speak. But uh, like you lift up, you lift something up again. Um, but it, it really just more so than anything, you want to think of it as related to frequency because because that's what you do when you cycle or recycle. When something is recycling, it's frequenting at every time. So if something is really being relifted again and again, that is it, it's being frequented again and again. That it's like relief, that it's like to lessen a, lessen a burden. Um, if you were part of a socialist, like a purely socialist country, like picture the, um, picture Animal Farm. If you've ever read that book, I saw the movie. Um, so I'm saying picture Animal Farm, the pigs of the farm. Uh, when there's lack of leadership, the pigs of the farm took up leadership of the farm and basically ran an oligarchy where the pigs uh, obtained all the resources gained from the farm animals because the farm animals, the pigs put the farm animals to work to like till the fields because I think the farmers were gone. Um, so it's like in absence of the original leaders of the farmers, the animals are then tasked with carrying out the work of the farm in this scenario, in Animal Farm, the, the story, book, whatever it is, uh, or movie. Um, so the the animals are tasked with taking up the activities of the farm or like gathering resources, but the the animals as a whole act as a community in this movie and they have to gather resources for their community, but it's run totally socialist. It's run like an oligarchy and the the pigs are the leaders, the tyrannical leaders of this community that just gain the resources from all the animals and then don't distribute them back to the animals. So it's like in this socialist society that's run by the pigs, there's a couple animals that are doing all the work. I forget who. Maybe it's like a cow and one other animal, but they're doing all the work. Like they're carrying the wheelbarrows of food to and fro the most, or they're, uh, they're doing all the manual labor that's necessary for tilling a ground. But like that you till the ground means that you lift a rake or a hoe or whatever it is over and over again to do the work. Like you have to, in order to keep doing work, you have to lift you have to lift a thing over and over again. And I think a wheelbarrow is a good picture of that. Like when you lift a wheelbarrow up again, it's like, it's assumed that it was on the ground, but that's just something that your your its function is just either to be lifted or to be sitting down. Um, but the two animals that do the most work lessen the load of the farm or of the community by lifting the most by yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying they lessen the load by lifting the most by doing the most work that lessens the load for the entire community so you are you relieve the world by being relevant to some extent but um in terms of relevance like popularity that we would typically understand it um, like your existence in the present moment, you lessen the burden of other people by explaining yourself to be something, by being a position in the world, which is, that's something closer to just something I would 
believe is true is that you uh the more that you give your give of yourself that's just you giving of yourself is like being relevant enough to be observed in regular terms by other people that you sacrifice enough that other people can make a judgment or a definition about you consistently over and over again like you being relevant enough for that to keep happening is you lessening the burden of the world overall um that you're that you're the most observed but like that you're the most observed that gives people um that gives people an anchor so to speak that they can always look to you if you are consistently relevant which is kind of inferred by relevance is a consistency um it it um it allows people it should allow people to feel better about themselves um that they can see what you're doing uh as long as you are like if you're sharing your position in life you're sharing who you are with people that is that's beneficial for everybody as a whole um but you are the more that you are like you can be around people you can you can be really social and still be disliked like you can still not be good at being liked or something like that and i would say that that doesn't make you relevant like there's people there's people that are social that nobody likes like especially for as far as celebrities are concerned there's ones that people like more than others so relevancy uh that you that you lift something over and over again you lighten the burden of your community like the case of the animals lifting their doing their lifting over and over again to lighten the burden of the community they do the most work if you do the most work then you um lighten the burden of the of the rest of the world in terms of what you in terms of what you have to produce to um make your community survive like if you look at it as if the entire world is a community you're going to lighten the burden of the world by producing the most wheat you know or producing the most of any one product but if you just produce the most of everything uh that's helpful for survival like what we would objectively say is helpful to the world then you're lightening the burden of the world so if you <clears throat> yeah if you produce the most um as a means of like as far as well-being is concerned to improve the well-being of the world like you uh innovate in order to uh, be able to produce and distribute food more easily to everybody or to third world countries or whatever then you are uh, you're relieving the world but so there's something to be said about America produces the most America is the most relevant country America is the most relevant because they're the most observed like America is America really treats themselves it's like a celebrity to the rest of the world like and i'm not saying that as a um as an arrogant thing me being an american it's just there's a certain celebrity that's associated with america uh especially because hollywood is uh out output what's the word exported to everybody like hollywood is exported to everybody in the world and everyone knows Hollywood celebrities. Generally, if like you're the rest of the world, you're thinking of who are celebrities. Uh, generally, people in America, because it's Americans that make the most out of a celebrity or out of a person who's meant to be signified or more important or more, or more famous. Like America is better at 
carrying out this kind of relationship, or they do it more often, where they attribute all this uh, all this fame and speciality to regular people. Like America does that more so than other countries, and I would say it's it's the case that like celebrity is um, other countries would see celebrity in us and. America having this uh, more disjointed relationship to its celebrities or um, Hollywood, which we revered at a certain level for a long period of time. Uh, us having, like, seeing through that a little bit more is part of is part of the identity crisis, if you'd call it that, in America, or just us not really knowing what to believe uh, or not knowing what to look to, like... But we're probably we're probably doing stuff like that all the time as a country, like just that we would invent that we invent the most speaks to that we want to live in a world that's different from the one we're presently living in. But that's why America is part of why America is the most relevant country, uh, because they uh, they pursue existing in the present moment more so than any other country. Like and you can see that just by that they invent things that make the world a different place but they aim to do that because they don't like the world that they're living in now so we're always seeing through things like celebrity or seeing through things that are important to us so that we can uh tear them down to some extent or substitute them for some more interesting technology or like in the case of celebrity we substitute it with more more distributed version of celebrity wherein regular people are closer to celebrities uh, so that's like a that's like an innovation on what we on a more primitive technology, which was in that case seeing uh, fewer Hollywood celebrities to be an authority over more of what celebrity is. Um, but that's last part maybe sounded convoluted. I'm just I'm making the point that uh, like. America's identity to the rest of the world has something to do with this celebrity nature of things, or at least they would see it because we are more bombastic and more emotional and more subject to change, or we cause more change. We're more relevant, you know, we aim to be relevant. We aim to produce popularity like that, you know, we, we do that. We, uh, or we aim to be more popular or something, which is kind of a, which kind of is linked to that we're more emotional. We're really emotional as a country. So we go through these big mood swings where we have like an identity crisis, but it's kind of like the rest. I'm uh, What I'm saying is that we, us in America viewing Hollywood is the same as the rest of the world viewing America, like sort of the rest of the world might view america as a hollywood and we are having as much an identity crisis as hollywood is now but us in relationship to the rest of the world as analogous to hollywood in relationship to the rest of america um but it's like it's kind of like that so your your relevance relevancy is like currency because your currency also dictates a modern, a current and continuing popularity. Like a currency is like a continuum, kind of like a river, like currents in a river. And you could call bullshit on that, like that I just link, uh, that I'm saying your currency because I'm also saying the money that 
currency is talking about is the same as all of those because you're if you have a if you have a strong currency that speaks to you have a strong relevancy really and america has the strongest currency because it's the reserve currency and they have the strongest relevancy but it's like your currency it also all it all speaks to frequency like frequency is probably what you would say connects currency relevancy and um hmm currents in a river like currents in a river there's an idea about how things are kind of recycling or uh, flowing back and forth waves you know currents in a in a river like waves the frequency of waves um currency but currency as money is uh speaks to your continued currentness or relevantness in the present moment as spoken through the strength of your currency as a country like if you have a strong currency that reflects well on your whatever your governmental system but your entire like borders language and culture of your civilization that it is remaining current if you have a strong currency um your your um but so relevancy is like currency because as long as you are relevant it's as long as you are current you know as long as you're able to stay relevant but it's it speaks to like if you have a stronger currency i would say that you just carry out things more frequently or you uh you aim to change more frequently which is spoken through america's like and america invents the most or and produces the most um but they're uh your relevancy but as far as uh, celebrities are, as far as celebrities are concerned, um, you view a you view a celebrity. Okay, so let me look up celebration. Let me look up the celebration etymology. Celebrate. But um. So relevancy, like you, you would consider a celebrity or a famous person to be popular. I'm just, I'm just trying to paint a celebrity to be kind of all of those ideas that I just mentioned is that they're like, they're meant to be current, popular, relevant. And as long as they are that, and we designate them to be that by, by carrying out a relationship to them as if they're special, that's us recognizing that they are the most current, popular, relevant, uh, like worthy of a speciality. And um, influential, like that's us. We do believe them to be influential and they have some authority to tell us about life as long as we do recognize them to be the most current, but that's us celebrating them to be that. Uh, us celebrating them to be that because a celebration is a is a frequenting by definition it's a frequenting um it's a recognition of like a higher level of frequency and your recognition of your recognition of frequency is kind of your recognition of something special because everything has a frequency like september 18th has a frequency but it's not it's not noticed like uh like your birthday is that people celebrate your birthday or that like november 11th is uh because it's us recognizing november 11th is us giving credit to the frequency itself like uh 
rather because we know that September 18th also frequents itself once a year, but we don't we don't give credit to its frequency. But your frequency is like maybe something like your most differentiating quality as a as a whatever you are as an entity. So it's like September 18th has a frequency, but we don't we don't care enough to recognize it like november 11th because we're we're not interested in its frequency and so celebrities you're interested in their frequency because they are better frequencies they're better relevancies because they're they're deemed to be the most relevant or the most current the most popular um and you recognizing them to be that is what gives them their presumed influence or their dignity which where a dignity is you you presume them to have some they seem worthy. You make them seem worthy or impressive, uh, which is like what you do with a celebrity. If you run into a celebrity in an elevator, um, if you run into a celebrity in an elevator, you have to be like, oh my God. Like if you run into, who's a celebrity? Could I name one? Who's an example of a celebrity? I don't want to say one that's that doesn't help me out. So I'm really considering really thinking through it and really overthinking what celebrity to use as an example um if you run into jerry seinfeld in an elevator and it's just you and him it's like you you know that there's like this divide between you and him because you're supposed to in your mind recognize that he's more special but that is to some extent ritualistic now you don't have to call it ritualistic it's almost like cynical to say well that's just like a tradition you carry out that you recognize someone to be a celebrity or like recognize them to be more worthy of respect because you could just say like well it's because you respect them more which is also true so like that's where you'd say that's where you would view it as more of a celebration or a positive thing rather than that like rather than that you would cynically break down that it's a ritual that you're carrying out it is kind of like a ritual wherein you're worshiping them you're presuming them to be more worthy or impressive uh so and you're supposed to recognize that if you run into jerry seinfeld but like the whole the whole country has built that perception to the point that you as an individual within the country has to carry on that perception interestingly enough like that's how in my opinion, how difficult it would be to be a celebrity is that the entire country agrees that you're more special. So you have this whole this whole relationship to the rest of the country you have to carry out. I mean, obviously, being a celebrity, it's to me, it just seems like it would be difficult to have to deal with that. So as an individual, if you run into Jerry Seinfeld in an elevator, you have to you have to recognize him to be more special. You're if you talk with him, you're it's all under the context, like pretext that um, he's more important than you and that it's like, oh my God, you're a celebrity and I'm not, I'm ordinary, you're this guy, like you're amazing, you're, um, because you have to, you have to carry on like they're more special than you, like their frequency is more important. Now I say like you can, you can further understand how every entity is a frequency, including every individual person or any like organization, is a frequency like uh, visualize the visible spectrum, understand that there's infinite shades of color, each one of them represented by a different frequency, and then you understand how personalities are differentiated by frequency. Uh, that's just an example of it. Like, 
I know that everybody isn't, it's not like everybody is a color, but every, you can number people infinitely, uh, and differentiate them by number up to infinity the same way you can by color. Uh, but colors are only differentiated by name the same way people are, but, uh, and you recognize certain colors more than others. So like you're, you like this one, this frequency, and they're particular to you. You, you would like some celebrities over others, wherein another person would like the celebrities you hated, you know, because other people like different colors, people flock to different frequencies. Uh, people remember things more that, that are particular particular to them maybe maybe they enjoy frequencies that are closer in nature to what their frequency is like maybe you liking a certain set of celebrities is you understanding uh just seeing a reflection of yourself in certain people like you see people that are closely related to what you are which is kind of like what you do with every friend that you make generally the friends that you choose that you gravitate towards are reflective of you to some extent like you've there they represent you in some way there's some characteristic in which you have a commonality generally speaking unless you're terrible at making friends then you make friends with people that are not like you in any way um like uh yeah so what oh so don't make friends with people that aren't like you well like you just won't (laughs) You just won't. You might be kind to people that aren't like you. Unless you're bad at making friends, then you're friends with people you don't like to hang out with, meaning that you're friends with people that you share no commonalities with. You're friends with people that don't reflect you in any way. Like, your friends are a reflection of you, in my opinion. Uh, But not really. It, It goes beyond my opinion. That's just true. That's just fact, okay? Um, <clears throat> let me look up celebrate etymology. So you have to celebrate Jerry Seinfeld, like you have to have a divide where you have like a worshipful relationship to him because that is what it is. You to a celebrity, it's like a worshipful relationship as long as it's agreed that they are that. And that's why it's like a celebration. Celebrate. Okay, so... Yeah, so celebrate... uh, Like I said, comes from celebre. Same as celebrity, which means frequented or honored. Did I already cover celebrate or did I cover celebrity in the beginning? Um, I don't know. But celebrate literally translated as frequented or honored. So it's like the frequency that is important. And really, uh, me saying that observance is your keyword between celebrity and celebration, you could say frequency and frequency would probably work better. It's just that people generally don't have a grasp on frequency. Uh, but really, at the end of the day, it is all, most of it is, especially this popularity, uh, relevancy cluster of ideas I'm talking about. Probably frequency is the best term to connect all of what I'm talking about in this episode. But frequency is just uh, in in everything. Um, okay, so the celebrate etymology says to perform publicly with appropriate rites. Appropriate rites, celebrates. Much frequented, kept solemn, famous. Okay, so it comes from Latin celebratus meaning much frequented, kept solemn. 
famous. So, so kept solemn. It's just like uh, we we typically wouldn't understand a celebration to be solemn. It's kept solemn. But uh, what's interesting about this Latin celebratus is that it gives, it says much frequented semicolon kept solemn semicolon famous, meaning that each one of those adjectives or phrases is equivalent to the other two. Like each one of those phrases separated by semicolons are are the same as each other. So you're recognizing celebratus where it says kept solemn. You're saying uh when you look at something like that, you have to try to recognize that kept solemn and famous, it's saying, are equivalent in as captured in this word, celebratus. And they're also equivalent with much frequented. That all these three things are equivalent. Now, those three ideas we know are not equivalent, but what you have is a word, celebratus, that tells you to look at all three of them to be the same. And so with that, you get to... Uh, try to coalesce the three into each other by uh, collecting like collecting the ideas into one thing and so kept solemn so then you get to think of how is kept solemn the same as famous which you don't you wouldn't think of solemnity and fame to be similar to each other normally solemnity and fame but that it's kept famous so so fame Fame speaks even further to ritualisticness with our relationship to celebrities because fame is like, if somebody is famous, then that's probably better. That's better than being a celebrity, if you ask me. I would say famous is a higher status than celebrity because famous, you have to be known you have to be known to have fame already. A celebrity can just be somebody who's cool at a party or somebody who uh, draws lots of attention to themselves at a party, like someone that you know deserves attention at a party or somebody like carrying out as if they're more special than you at a gathering or anywhere uh, is, is somebody who can act like a celebrity, somebody who's like differentiated from you, somebody who's worthy of being celebrated, but somebody who's worthy of fame is like even more special than a celebrity, I would say. Um, I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up fame the definition. I really am. I'm really gonna do it. I'm gonna look up fame the definition. It's really gonna happen. The definition fame the definition. Fame the definition, I guess, as distinguished from the movie or the or just anything. Broadway play, probably. Fame. Noun. The state of being known or talked about by many people, especially on account of notable achievements. So yeah, like I said, uh, it's not it's not a negative thing to become a celebrity because it's in a lot of cases it's because you did something like you have notable achievements that make you worthy of respect, like that make you either a celebrity or make you famous. Um, so there's respect going on, and therefore respect is a little bit of a solemn venture for you that you um, 
that you respect something is that you look at it more admirably, but you set it apart to be respected. Like that's a whole important side of life. You wouldn't want to write off like celebrities as negative just because like, um, oh, it's just a ritualistic relationship, like primitive and therefore we need to get rid of it. Um, it's important because we inevitably respect things no matter what, like that's an important part of life. What you revere, choose not to revere, like who you respect. Like if you have a friend, you respect them, really. You respect your friends. That's who you're choosing to respect or honor or like frequent, you know, that's who you're choosing to be around more frequently that they see you or you see them. Um, and like that's what you're giving your respect to what you're honoring more or observing more is that friendship like as opposed to your relationship to other people that are either just acquaintances or people that you don't want to be around at all you more frequently attend to uh your more important relationships you honor them more they're more sanctified so there's like revering things is a good thing um and in the case of like a celebrity or somebody who's famous, they've done something like, like you were in a movie, like Kate Winslet is in Titanic. And uh, I always use the most basic ass example. Like I always use a Britney Spears or a Titanic. <laughs> I need to stop. Like, it's just because it's, it's just because I'm worried about having to come up with something more on point in the moment. So I'm like Kate Winslet in Titanic. Uh, so like if you're Kate Winslet in Titanic, you're just in that, you're just on that ship, right? You're just sailing. You're like, here, I'm easily going to make it to America. The ship's unsinkable. She had no doubt in her mind. She was the most proud and arrogant character of anybody in that movie. She's like, I'm, I'm destined for greatness already. Like she's just so, um, she's so assuming, you know, she just, um, she just assumes life is given to her. That's definitely what that character does in that movie. And um, what was I saying? So we recognize that as a notable achievement, like a great acting performance in a block in the best-selling movie or one of the best-selling movies of all time. We're like, that's a notable achievement. So we, we respect celebrities and people who are famous for what they've achieved. And in order for you to be more famous... It's because you did things that are special. Like Michael Jackson is really famous because people are like, oh, that guy's a transcendent talent, like indescribable talent. And um, so if you're famous, to talk about the positive side of celebrity, if you're famous, the state of being known or talked about by many people, especially on account of notable achievements. So it's the state of being known or talked about like you just are you just are talked about if you're famous you're not maybe it's more maybe it's more if you have fame that speaks to you have achieved mass celebrity as opposed to you've achieved celebrity from a few in a few or a group of individuals fame speaks to like a more widespread recognition of you to the point that you uh, you embody the quality of being known or talked about like by lots of people. I, I feel like it goes a little bit further than celebrity because it's not it's not like you're famous as particular to somebody. you're just you're famous to a group like you're more known to be famous across lots of people. Um, let me see. okay, so that's fame. Okay, let me um, 
Oh, and, oh, and, 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 oh, uh, um, um, okay, so back to celebrate the etymology. So it says that kept solemn, much frequented, and famous are equivalent terms to each other in the words in the Latin celebratus. Uh, so that you're kept solemn, that you're, so solemnity i think it's really just uh that fame is related to solemnity where fame is you're you're so famous that you embody being known and talked about by people uh it mostly just the seriousness with which you're supposed to take a celebrity or take somebody who's famous like you take them more seriously like if you run into jerry seinfeld in an elevator you take that way more seriously than if it's a regular person in an elevator. Like you're, oh, you have to, you have to think all this about him. You have to think things about somebody who's famous, but them being famous makes them thought about, talked about, makes them somebody to be taken seriously that you're supposed to recognize rather than that you gloss over them as if they are just an advertisement or something rather than that you gloss over them like they're, ordinary like just one of the ordinary thousands of things or people you see every day or whatever um you have to take them seriously so a celebration is something you take seriously you you take seriously the frequencies you attend to more frequently more often um that you observe okay so past participle of celebrare past participle of celebrare assemble to honor also, to publish, sing praises of, practice often. Practice often. Okay, so practice often just uh, speaks to frequency. You practice it, you partake in the event often. You partake in celebrating Thanksgiving often rather than that, like November 17th, you don't celebrate that. You don't practice that often because you don't even you don't even define it or recognize it to be anything. So you're not practicing or working within it at all. You're not doing anything within it to recognize it. So you're not practicing a regular day. Uh, to frequent in great numbers from celebre. Okay, so the etymology uh, also invokes celebare but it says celebare is frequented populous and crowded i saw one the other day where it said like multitude i wonder which one that was celebrity maybe if it's maybe celebrity said multitude but crowded crowded frequented populous crowded like uh hmm crowded let me look up celebrity and see if i can see where it said if that's where it said multitude for this same idea. Hmm. No, I can't. Oh, yep. Yep, it says it in celebrity etymology. Comes from celeb celebritas, meaning multitude, fame, where multitude and fame are like equivalent to each other in that sense, in the word celebritas. Uh, yeah, so like being famous speaks to a multitude. Um multitude idea because a celebrity 
is like a multitude represented in a single person by virtue of that you carry out this relationship where they're more important than you. Like, uh, because all, all of these same ideas, another one closely linked is representation uh, to popularity and uh, relevancy, frequent, like uh, representation because a celebrity is who is representative of people is the like uh, of lots of ordinary people but you being recognized as representative is what makes you a celebrity is why you're set apart uh, dignified to be something more than an ordinary person is because you are better than an ordinary person and it would be a similar thing to say that you represent lots of ordinary people like it's the celebrities that are that are representative of us because we choose them them being regular people we choose them to be above others so that they represent us in some sense but uh politically speaking all politicians are are celebrities in terms of representation like the politicians that you elect president but especially like house of representatives or the senate all those people that you elect are meant to represent you and they are they're celebrities but they represent a multitude and really they do that in being famous because because you're well known and you're well known and you're talked about for being famous like the speech of a multitude is geared towards a single person just like if you're an ordinary person you don't get talked about Hmm, what am I saying? Like a like a bigger city is more multitudinous, it's more populous. Yeah. A bigger city is more populous than a smaller city or a country town. And uh even like Chicago is more populous than Milwaukee. And it does have it does speak to popularity, really, your population. The bigger your population, the more popular you are as a city in comparison to other cities and that's a celebrity is a similar idea like a celebrity as related to an ordinary person is um analogous to or similar to a large city as related to a smaller city because um because Muskego, Wisconsin is a small city, but Milwaukee is a big city. But they're both cities. They both have a name. The same way two different people, like uh, the same way two different people, like my Aunt Carrie, she's a regular person. She's not a celebrity, but her in relationship to Ben Stiller, like uh, they're both people. They both have a name, but one of them you recognize to be a celebrity. Um, one of them you recognize to be a celebrity, the same way that Muskego is related to Milwaukee or or uh, any big city, the same way Muskego is related to Minneapolis. And because they're both cities, just one is larger than the other. So it's like a Minneapolis is a more famous city, is like it's representative of more people, but is representative of more people because it has more people. That's what makes it more famous. It's like your population, your popularity as a city is directly related to how many people you have. As far as cities are concerned, your popularity for a city is its population. And 
So it's like a city, um, a city, and it's more famous too. Your city, by being more popular, more populated, your city is more famous. New York is the most famous city in the country. It's the most populated city, I think still. I mean, I don't know what the number is now, but your most famous two, three cities, two cities are New York and Los Angeles. And then if you extend it to three, it's New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, because those are the three most populated. They're most popular, most recognized, they're the most famous. But that just goes to show that somebody that's a celebrity is is a representative of a multitude and representative of fame because if you're a celebrity you're a more famous uh, you're a more famous person but you you reflect a greater amount or greater sense of popularity within yourself than a regular person so relative to other people you're more popular uh, you're just meant to represent more you know, the same way that a city is. Hmm. Like, am I getting right to exactly what I'm trying to say? I don't think so. The same way that a city is more populated. So like celebrities are the cities of people, really the bigger city. Celebrities are the big cities of people. Um, and because of their, because of their representation. Yeah, that's adequate. That's fine. Celebrities are the big cities of people. I was, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make some points about celebration, really. Celebration. So your celebration is your, is an observance of a special day or a special occasion. You celebrate bigger cities than you do, uh, than you celebrate smaller cities because they get more recognition, they get more praise, but they're, there's cities some cities are just uh, ask for more attention or are more worthy of attention or they seem to be more worthy of attention you dignify bigger cities same way you dignify uh dignify celebrities you set them apart but like you uh your celebration is your is your recognition you're setting a part of something to recognize it to be special and as long as you're celebrating something you are um you are respecting it or uh, partaking in it in its existence, uh, practicing it or just uh, making it making it relevant by recognizing it. You yourself like uh, the more that you celebrate something. So your celebration and uh, yes, as long as um, like celebrity as an idea that always that always exists. It doesn't go away. Like it doesn't die just because we don't revere Hollywood celebrities as much. It just goes into different avenues and mediums. Like, like you're famous or you're a celebrity now more on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or any social media or Facebook. Um, you're famous on, you're more, you're a celebrity on any one of those, but it's kind of like, the people who are celebrities on Instagram are the most popular, get the most views if you're considering them to be a celebrity. So really you're just as a celebrity. So that idea doesn't go away. It just gets distributed out. So like the idea itself isn't collected so much in fewer people. It's distributed to lots of people now. Um, or we just recognize it to exist that way. And it'll probably just be more and more like it can kind of the only point at which celebrity as an idea dies is when it is 
distributed to everybody so much that nobody is more famous than anybody else like if if everybody is granted this equal rights to fame if if a scenario exists where fame has no barriers to entry then celebrity as an idea dies and i an idea can die um it's just kind of difficult for it to totally die because like an idea dying is an entire society or an entire world writing that idea out of its vocabulary so that it does not speak it into existence in the present and does not make it relevant at all. That's when an idea dies, when it is gone in as far as our linguistic use of it, when we don't have any, when it's not necessary anymore, we have no use for it. So an idea dies like that when we have no use for it. The only way that you would have no use for celebrity is if everybody had equal access to it, which would render it useless because would render it useless because its entire significance as a word is that you're designating people to be above other people so if you lived in a world where everybody was recognized to be totally equal then celebrity would be totally dead but that's like a that's a utopian vision that's pretty much impossible like celebrities for the foreseeable future will definitely be around um and as long as you're recognizing a celebrity it's somebody that you are. It's somebody that you're celebrating. So it, celebrity and celebration is always around as long as we like to revere things. And so, so as long as that lasts, who knows? Like you don't want to doesn't you don't want all of us all of us to become robots and unemotional. Only in like where only in a state where everybody is void of emotion do we not revere things anymore. So only when. Only when everybody is entirely a robot is there no longer any celebrity or celebration, revering of things that are important, and recognition of frequencies as differentiated from other frequencies to be more special. Um, like, recognition of special frequencies. Um, so, uh, take this information into your towns. Take it run through the streets be paul revere with this information warn everybody about warn everybody about the connection between celebrity and celebration tell them how much it means to you tell them about the impact of this information tell your friends about my podcast and about my testimony and my example in the world uh through celebration make me a celebrity celebrate me um, if you can take some time to celebrate me in your in your life, but you don't have to do that. Just celebrate somebody. Make sure that you revere somebody so that you don't live an entirely cynical and awful life. I guess because I'm because because uh, you say positive things to people. Make sure make sure the people that are important to you know that they're important to you. Uh, like the people that you naturally want to revere and celebrate, you should you should celebrate them rather than ignore your desire to celebrate them, rather than ignore that that person is meaningful to you. You should celebrate the people that you are naturally drawn towards in your life, regular people. Um, and and there you go. I wrapped it up like it was full house or something. I gave you a moral. Um, standby viewpoint and uh yes yes thanks for listening see talk to you later bye